Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Today, we will be talking about what happens and how to do something better when it comes to comparing ourselves with what we have achieved the past year or the the year prior to that and feeling a sense of disappointment. So I am the first person to say we should never compare ourselves with anybody else out there or people on social media or friends or family or peers or, or competitors because we just cannot compare ourselves and our journey and you know our life experience to someone else's especially the limited version that we see on social media and what i have said in the past and which i still stand uh, by in some cases is that the only person we should be comparing ourselves to is ourselves one or two or five years ago to make sure that we are progressing and evolving as a person now There is one aspect of that which can backfire and which I wish to talk about today. So while I am always for looking back at how far we have come, and ultimately we are always growing even though we don't necessarily always acknowledge it or realize it in the moment, it can become very unhelpful and even Uh, either traumatic or triggering or upsetting when we look back at what we have achieved you know last year or the year before and we have a false sense of oh my god I have digressed I have actually gone a few steps back instead of a few steps forward I'm actually you know backpedaling instead of evolving I am becoming smaller instead of bigger or more expansive, etc., etc., which is not true, but can is something that we can really, really feel. So what I will be covering in this episode is basically what happens when we look back at what we have achieved in the past and feel bad about where we are at today, why it's not helpful, and a helpful mindset shift that I'm sure will bring a new perspective to this. And how I got this idea for this podcast in the first place is, first of all, I am completely guilty of looking, you know, at past months when the business generated more money or when I was happier or more fulfilled or more in the flow because of various reasons. And I tend to beat myself up for why am I not there? Why haven't I grown consistently each month or each quarter or each, you know, semester or whatnot? Why was I feeling that way back then? I'm not feeling this way right now. And then it just spirals down into a very un- unhelpful, um, an unhelpful bunch of thoughts where you ask yourself, all the wrong questions about what I have, what have I done wrong, what could I have done differently, etc, etc. Now, maybe you've seen it, there was a marathon in Berlin a few days ago after the release of this episode, and this man from Kenya won and broke his own world record, which is pretty exceptional. So I was watching this short documentary about him and his life and how he is training, um, you know, to be such a extraordinary athlete and then I stumbled across 
another guy in his team who also trains with him, who two years ago, so I think it was in 2020, got hit by a motorcycle as he was doing one of his morning runs and shattered his tibia. And basically now he's back to competing and he's, you know, in a very great shape. But he said that the process was really, really hard because obviously when you are a marathon runner, you need your legs and any injury to the bone is going to be, you know, basically any long distance runner's nightmare or athletes in general. So he was talking about, you know, the surgery, the recovery process, the therapy, all of the exercises he was doing to just get back in shape, to get back to walking again and eventually running and running at top performance. And he shared uh, in that article that it was really, really hard for him when he had his first setback. So he was able to go back to top level and he had great hopes and dreams to win one of these competitions and I think he had to withdraw because of his shin or his tibia that was really hurting and he said that one of the hardest things was comparing himself to the athlete athlete that he used to be before the accident and it just basically made him feel feel miserable and no matter how extraordinary progress he was making in his physical therapy and to coming back to top level you know running that could never compare to the level he was at before his very unfortunate accident and he shared that in order to basically be at peace with what happened and to be ordered in and in order to be able to kind of enjoy the process of rebuilding his speed and strength and endurance and basically rebuilding himself as a top performing athlete, he needed to let go of his old identity as a running champion and basically start from scratch with a clear distinction of before the accident and after the accident, which helped him tremendously and eventually he got back to top 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 level and I thought it was so interesting that he said that because he basically said that he was comparing himself to a version of him that unfortunately because of the accident no longer existed or no longer was available and having that as a reference or benchmark would just make him miserable instead of making him grateful for all of the progress that he has been able to do um, and to come back to the top level of his sport in the first place. And I think that this is so relevant when it comes to life and business in general because sometimes life happens and it might not be a physical accident where we break a bone but it can be a very similar thing in terms of emotion uh, spirit, soul, or energy, where we go through a breakdown, um, a setback, a curveball, or something happens in our life, which basically uh, forces us to go very deep within, where we feel that we are hitting rock bottom, or where we just feel that we are being hugely set back, and what used to be kind of either taken for granted, or the goals that we could reach pretty effortlessly in the past, are now out of reach or seem very, very far, or we feel that they're no longer available or that is something that we used to be able to do, but it's not the case anymore. And as long as we compare ourselves to what we used to be able to do and beat ourselves up for not being there and especially beat ourselves up for not being instantaneously able to go back there, we are going to make our own life miserable and we're just going to delay the process 
uh, that it's going to take us to get back to that level, right? And would we ever blame an athlete who had an injury for not being in top physical shape within a few weeks? Absolutely never, right? We expect those things to take times, months, sometimes years. So why do we beat ourselves up relentlessly when we have been through a tough period in our life or when, you know, for some reason what used to work is no longer working, when we've had a bit of a setback or a breakdown, why do we beat ourselves up and expect from ourselves that we just snap back into quote-unquote top achievement or top performance as we once used to have, according to our own standard, we beat ourselves up from not being able to go there, completely dismissing the very relevant aspect and normal process, uh, normal aspect, excuse me, that getting back there is going to take time that we have to build momentum back. Or just like if we used to go to the gym and we could run 10 kilometers or 5 kilometers or lift, you know, X amount of weight, and we've had an injury, we wouldn't expect to just go back to the gym and do the exact same thing. We would expect that we need to basically start from either scratch or 30% or 50% of what we used to do and incrementally bit by bit, slowly build back our strength or endurance or momentum to get back to where we used to be. However, we do not have this approach with many things in our lives, including our business. And then when we compare ourselves to how we used to be or what we used to achieve and we see that we're not there at the moment, it just really affects our self-image, our self-confidence. We start beating ourselves up or feeling inadequate. Maybe we're going to have an imposter syndrome flare-up because we feel that, who am I to be helping other people when I can't even perform at the level I used to perform in the past Blah, 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 blah. So when that is the case, the best thing that we can do is firstly understand that what we are comparing ourselves to or the version of us, has we have probably evolved tremendously, way more than we expect, but not in a way that we can perhaps with our limited senses, fully grasp or perceive. So for a very basic yet frequent example, and I have been guilty of this, I would say, well, six months ago or 12 months ago, I made amount X of money, so why can't I make amount X of money? If I am growing and evolving, then I should be able to make the same or, or more money than I used to. That is a very limited perspective. Am I taking into account everything that I have healed? Am I taking account that maybe since then I have set healthier boundaries with people? That I have let go of toxic people or that I no longer accept some bullshit from other people? That maybe I have taken time for myself after years of always putting other people first, which are huge, huge changes that are going to impact our kids and their kids if we decide to have kids and who are also going to heal the people around us who are energetically tied to us. Why is it that we put so much emphasis and weight on 3D material things like, oh, my bank account is fatter, or oh, you know, I have all of these things and all of these place I can places I can go um, now, but compared to what I used to have six months ago, it's not that much, and completely disregard or sweep under the carpet the things that actually 
really matter when it comes to our physical, emotional, and mental well-being, such as boundaries, or the people we surround ourselves with, or how we have evolved in our relationships and are now able to have healthier relationships than ever before, or how we will no longer tolerate some unhealthy stuff that we used to tolerate. These, ultimately, is what leads us to have more fulfillment, more joy, and more abundance as we are more loving to ourselves and as we connect with the highest frequency, which is love. So why are we comparing ourselves and deriving ourselves of achievements solely based on past achievements rather than what really matters inside of us and the changes inside of us? That's my first question. And the second question, and excuse me if my voice sounds a bit weird, I still have a bit of a cold, but it's getting better. The second aspect is that we tend to compare ourselves with increments of months or years. So we look at what we did last year and we're like, oh my god, I have regressed. Who said that we have to take a one-year time frame to evaluate whether or not we have grown or evolved positively? Why can't I take a three-year time period Why can't I take a five-year time period? Some might argue that this is too long, and if it takes me three years to evolve, that's way, way too long, blah, 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 blah. Let's remember that many people stay stuck in relationships for decades before they even either, you know, manage to get out of them, of a toxic relationship, or they don't, right? They just stay in that dynamic because it's the familiar. How many things, when it comes to very deeply rooted things that has been passed down generation after generation, how many of these things do we solve or cure or release or heal within a year? Very little. How long is it going to take someone who used to have abusive partners to finally find a good partner with whom he or she can grow, evolve, and have a very healthy relationship after very toxic relationships. Is that entire process from toxic to healthy only going to take six months or a year? While it's possible, usually it takes longer. So why is it even relevant? Why should we beat ourselves up or feel disappointed in ourselves after taking a one-year time frame period to evaluate whether or not we have done well. Why aren't we taking periods of three or five years and looking at all of the aspects, not only financial and monetary or how many followers we have or how many clients we have, but all of the things, looking at who I was five years ago, who I was dating, who my friends were, how I talked to myself, my relationship with my body image or the food I used to eat, the relationships I used to have with, you know, colleagues or bosses, what I thought was normal to accept and not normal to accept. And if I compare who I am now to that version of me five years ago, regardless of what amount is in my bank account, I will surely see how far I have come. And I really encourage you to do the same. So if you feel that you have been comparing yourself or beating yourself up for not quote-unquote achieving a goal that maybe you have achieved last year, here is a different perspective on how to move forward. First of all, think of it this way. Every single day or hour 
or a minute or even second is a new opportunity for the future? What if you woke up right now in this moment with no memories of the past, nothing to compare yourself to, you know, good or bad, if you didn't know that six months ago you did a launch that did $30,000 and two weeks ago you flopped a launch, if nothing of all of that existed and you just woke up this morning or tomorrow with the excitement about your niche that you love or exciting projects or prospect that you have about your life and an action plan of how you might get there knowing that you will grow as you go and adjust along the way not knowing nothing about your past how would you feel would you still feel as inadequate would you still feel that you have missed out on something or that you have wasted time or that you should have done things differently No, you would just see today and the next week as an opportunity to build something that you really want to build, to grow and to enjoy the process, rather than beat yourself up for all of the times you could have posted and grown your audience, or all of the times you could have started a YouTube channel, or all of the times that you should have followed up on a client but you didn't because you were too tired, or all of the times that you gave a discount and now you regret because you don't want to get discounts, or all of the times that you were able to get more clients than you're able to get now and it feels like such a disappointment. What if all of that data was unavailable in your memory? How would you feel today, starting basically from scratch with a clean slate, knowing that with aligned action and positive thoughts, most of the time, you don't even have to have sensational thoughts all of the time, knowing that you start from a clean slate with new opportunities always flowing to you, meaning that if you fucked up a launch in the past because the strategy was bad, it doesn't matter. Because you'll have plenty new opportunities with plenty new potential of people wanting to enroll with you in the future. So that is aspect number one. And aspect number two, don't underestimate divine timing. I've already shared this example in the past, but I had this client who was making a lot of money and then she kind of stagnated and she could not understand why. And it lasted a long time, like two or three years She changed her niche a few times and then she got so desperate that she was on the verge of getting, um, going back to her old job because she was so frustrated with her business. And the worst about all of that was looking back at how well it had worked initially only to kind of fall off her successful, the, the, the train of success, fall off the train of success and have to kind of stagnate. Uh, making half or a quarter of the income she used to make. That was the most um, upsetting. Turns out, eventually, she separated, got a divorce from her partner, and a few months after that, she started making money again, and even more than she used to do. She didn't know it, but the universe knew that had she made the money while she was still with her ex-husband, it would have been basically a huge shit show. It would have been financial abuse. And for some reason that I can't really remember, to be honest, she wouldn't have been able to leave as easily, or maybe she would have had to pay him some sort of alimony, even though he was in the wrong and she was in the right, but he had a better lawyer. I can't really remember the details, but the bottom line of the entire story is there was a very specific reason why she didn't make money in those two years or didn't make as much, nearly as much as she used to. And looking back, once she got divorced, she was so grateful 
that she hadn't made the money for those two years because it would have made her life so much more complicated had she been able to do the money. Obviously, during those two years, she felt horrendous, she felt like shit. The only thing that she could see is how successful she used to be and how quote-unquote not successful she was at this moment without being able to understand it. What she didn't see uh, to that full extent back then is how much she had healed inside of her to finally gather the courage and a healthy sense of self-worth and self-love to leave her husband and remove herself from a toxic relationship. All of that would have not been possible if she had not tremendously changed from the inside and become a more loving person towards herself, built her self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth, which ultimately allowed her to leave that relationship, get back in business and make even more than what she used to do because she also loved herself more and trusted in herself so much more. So bottom line, when we compare ourselves to our version of us uh, in the immediate past or one or two years ago, we do not take into account the divine timing aspect of it, of there might be a reason that we can't understand right now of why this is happening the way it's happening. And in one or two or five years, we'll be looking back and be saying, thank God it happened like that, or it actually happened at the perfect time for the perfect reasons. So let's stop looking at the past and past accomplishments if it is making us feel bad. Let's imagine that we are waking up today with no memory of what we have achieved or not achieved in the past or basically no memory of anything that could make us feel bad. And as a side note, when you have a thought that feels bad or that makes you feel fearful, it's because it is not aligned with what the higher power knows is possible and available to you. Each time you think a thought that makes you feel like shit, it's because that thought does not reflect what is available to you. So think of it this way. Imagine that you are starting with a clean slate today, that you are excited about what you can build for the future. Imagine that you have to kind of start with a new identity, forgetting who you were in the past, just like that athlete who got injured and who had to forget the athlete he used to be in order to, you know, build himself back to top performance with a new identity as this new athlete and a clear distinction of before and after his accident as comparing his performance now and the performance he used to have only made him feel miserable. Knowing that the universe always supports you and that ultimately the best thing that you can do is have positive or neutral thoughts most of the time. So anything that is making your, that is giving you so anything that is making you feel bad or think thoughts that are not helping you is just not worth it. So do whatever you need to do and use whatever trick you need to use to stop doing that, to have better thoughts. And remember, you are growing. You are always growing at, a, at an emotional and spiritual level. And sometimes it takes time before we can fully see the benefits and the results of that growth, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. So I hope that this episode was helpful and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind, to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, 
I've got a gift for you, the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inespadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.